Good morning, Real Presence Radio. I am one of the hosts this morning, Father Craig Holkalter, pastor of the Church of St. Anne, along with Karen Zelensky, uh, listening coordinator. Listener relationship coordinator. You have uh, such a I long know. title. We need title, to change that. Don't you think LRC? Something you easier. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. We're, we are uh, live broadcast from the Church of St. Anne, uh, looking out at a beautiful uh, home in their lawns uh, out here in the front of the office. We're with uh, a man, a gentleman, a priest, uh, as we said before break, that knows St. Anne uh, very well for over a decade. Uh, and Karen, I think you're going to lead off uh, the interview, but we're both looking forward to having you on, Father Sattler. Um, Yes. I'll talk too much, so you go ahead. Okay, well, you'll, you'll talk I will. enough, yeah. so yes. So welcome, Father Wayne Sattler. Um, greatly appreciate you joining us today. Yes. Father Sattler is just taking on a new role with the Diocese of Bismarck as the Diocesan Spiritual Director, is that correct? That, that is correct. Yeah, and you were at St. Anne's how many years? I was here for 11 years, yeah, wow. 10 as pastor and, and one as in residence before that. Yeah. So it's well, good to be back. Yeah, kudos <laughs> for you, and thank you for joining us today. We appreciate that, and if you just want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, um, to just let them know, and then we'll get into your book that is very um, is very interesting, I think, from what you've told me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a native of North Dakota, actually, from Dickinson, as is Father Hulk Coulter. I born and raised there and went to Trinity High School, as did Father Hulk Coulter, too. <laughs> Go Titans! <laughs> Was pastor of St. Anne's, as is Father Hulk Coulter now, too. <laughs> Commonality. There you go. <laughs> a priest of the diocese, as is Father Hulk Coulter, is too. Uh, yeah, but for 26 years, as he will be someday. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I've been a priest of the diocese for 26 years now. Um, Eleven of them were here um, at St. Anne's, as we mentioned, and... I guess pertinent to the book, six of those years were spent as a diocesan hermit, which is kind of a, a unique um, vocation that yes. the Lord led me to discern with Bishop Zippel at the time. Mm. Father Sattler, sorry, Karen. No, go ahead. Do you, uh, I just wanted to piggyback off of pertinent to the book. Can you tell our listeners, um, some of them have picked up the book and read the book and have it in their possession, but I wanted to go after that right away in terms of the link between your life as a hermit, very unique, mm-hmm. uh, called by God uh, for six years of your life, of your priesthood, and the fruits in this book. Can you just share with our listeners as, as much as you're willing to in terms of how was, that, how was that in your own heart in terms of moving from a hermitage to a very active priesthood as pastor and then furnishing a book on prayer? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, so prior uh, to becoming a hermit, I had began uh, teaching classes in our permanent diaconate program on spiritual theology, and then also I'd been giving retreats to the missionaries of charity um, in various places um, throughout the world. And when I became uh, a diocesan hermit, I uh, officially uh, was teaching that program every year for the permanent diaconate and then began giving um, three retreats a year to the missionaries of charity. And the material was always on prayer and contemplation. And eventually it came very honed down to the, the dark night and then uh, St. John of the Cross. And then it was their questions in the retreats and in these classes that kept on having me come back to the hermitage and praying over their questions and their clarifications that they were seeking and praying for a way to help them understand contemplation of St. John of the Cross spells it out in the dark night. 
So eventually I came to understanding, first I need to, as it, we say in the book, um, spell out the terms a little bit better that he's working with, explain contemplation the way that he is explaining contemplation. But then he's so stark and so systematic that we needed to soften him up a bit, and that's where the writings of St. Teresa of Avila came into play. So throughout these six years that I was living as a hermit um, and giving these retreats and teaching these classes at the Permanent Diaconate Program, uh, the material just continually changed and continually developed. And it was never my intention to write a book. Um, in fact, part of being a hermit is that hmm. you, you would not write a book. Hmm. You're not trying to become published. Or, um, and I always had to remind myself of that fact. The Lord had to remind myself of that fact, that I'm not a retreat master. I'm not a, a teacher. I'm a hermit. And the fruit of that can be go out to, to help people understand contemplation, but it's why I only gave three um, retreats a year. At one time, they were looking for many more, and I had to limit that because I'm primarily a hermit, and, and I, I'm not a retreat master. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. And then in the wisdom of, of God and, and in the mystery of God, um, after six years, I, I, I had made a final profession to remain a hermit for the rest of my life. Um, and not long after that, I had some health issues uh, with my back and, and my foot and had the surgeries back to back and needed to go heal up for some of them. I couldn't do the manual labor and live in solitude for a little while because of some contemplations on, or complications on the surgery. And that brought me here to St. Anne's to be near a medical community and to live in residence um, while Father Ed Wayner was the pastor. Mm -hmm. And then while I was here, it was right in the transition, too, between Bishop Zipfel and Bishop Kagan um, that I began, it began living here. Um, and then Father Ed Wayner retired while I was here, and Bishop Kagan asked if I would remain here as pastor. And so it was then after that that I started considering, because so many people had asked for the notes, you know, of this retreat. Mm. And after I left the hermitage and was no longer under those vows, um, I began to open my heart up to the possibility of putting this together as, as a book. And it took many years after that. I mean, there's a, a further discussion, of course, with that, too, of different publishers um, wanting it to be uh, much different form than it is right now. And most times they just sell paperback books and some didn't agree with me putting together John and Therese the way that I did and um, the, a lot of things that they weren't completely online with but uh, eventually it, it led to a discussion with the University of Mary and their printing press because what I realized is printers are just trying to make money you know, on their books and the way that I was putting this together was not going to make money. I wanted it to be hardcover. I wanted the pages to be real quality so that you can write on them. I wanted there to be spaces on the margins so that you can actually write notes on it. Um, and they kept on saying, you know, Father, we just don't make books like that. If we do, we sell them for $50. And I said, no, I think we can do this differently. And so I was um, talking to Monsignor Shea um, at an ordination vesting area and I asked him how his printing press was going. And he says, well, it's not a real money maker. And I said, 
I want to talk to you because <laughs> I have a great idea about a book that I don't want to make money on. Um, and so then that eventually led to it being published in, in 2020 during COVID. There, there probably wow. is, you know, again, this probably interview is going to be too short. We're, we're approaching a, a break. I want to now, Father, and here and now as of like 17 days in or 18 days in, it's to the mystery of God is now leading you to share it in another level. Mm-hmm. Um, being assigned by Bishop, a spiritual director, uh, but certainly your experiences with the missionaries of charity and other religious groups, groups of priests, which I know by living with you have made an impact. Uh, you made an impact on them and they've made an impact on you. And then just serving the people of God and preaching to them weekend after weekend after weekend mm-hmm. here at St. Anne's in your parishes prior to St. Anne's. Uh, you're confirmed in that, that, that the Lord is calling you that to that, yet you probably still have a heart to be back at the Hermitage in some ways because it was such a blessed six years. It's very interesting timing. Again, it's all in the providence of God. So as you know, because you saw it, I was moving (laughs) only 18 days ago into my new residence and um, tried to get settled enough so that I could begin teaching a class at the University of Mary. And it's a very intense class right now. It's part of a bigger program, and I just a small part of it. And in three classes, three two-hour classes, we go through the entire book. Mm. And there are people from all over the country, you know, because most people, there's 15 people in the class, 12 of them are online and from different areas and very involved in their parishes and everything uh, or whatever works that they're in, very spiritual. And what was really been edifying to me and, and very providential and confirming of God's desire right now is how engaged they are by the material in this book, how they haven't heard contemplation quite described this way before, that they haven't really been able to um, be engaged by St. John of the Cross in this this kind of way. Tonight actually is our final class. And in between each uh, class, they have to write a three-page paper uh, reflecting on uh, the material that they read. And then I read them and correct them, and it ends up being like spiritual direction for them online, you know, too. Oh, and so yeah. at the wow. end of this last class on last Thursday, one of them says, Father, how are you going to get this material out there? Um, we, we need it, you know. And I said, well, it's very interesting that you asked that question at this time, and you can pray for it, because... God just opened up a whole new role for me in the diocese. I'm not going back to a hermitage. Um, I'm becoming kind of an urban hermit, you know, in the place that I'm living. Totally. But I also have the availability now to present and to teach on this and to be open to different ways that it might be presented. So we've never um, marketed it in any way. That's a whole other story to that. But we're looking for ways now that... God might be leading us to get it out better. Awesome. So we're visiting with Father Wayne Sattler here at um, St. Anne's in Bismarck. He's the diocesan, diocesan spiritual director for the Bismarck Diocese, and he has a book entitled, And You Will Find Rest. Stay tuned with us. We'll be right back with Father Sattler. Good morning, Real Presence Radio. Thank you for tuning in this morning, Tuesday, July 18th. I'm one of your co-hosts, Father Craig Hochalter, along with Karen Zelensky, we're speaking with Father Wayne Sattler, 
priest of the Diocese of Bismarck and, and now uh, just a few weeks into a newly uh, uh, appointed role of spiritual director of the diocese and uh, very relative to that work of direction is the book he wrote and you will find rest what God does in prayer uh, Father Sattler thank you for your time this morning but two diving into the book um, it's important that people know where to find it so right now they're listening to us and they're thinking okay I want the book on my kitchen table how do people find your book very good question. Um, unfortunately, we really haven't marketed it at all. Uh, uh, my firm desire was to keep the price of this book around $20. And like when we were putting it together, uh, the guy that was formatted says, Father, it's not a Rolls Royce, but you are asking for a Lincoln here. <laughs> and so typically... Lincoln's are nice cars. <laughs> <laughs> typically, he said this would go for $46, but I wanted it to be $22. And so I ended up being the one that invested in this whole project. Um, so I personally have the books myself, but University of Mary has been very good in um, also carrying it at their bookstore, through which they also then have an Amazon account. So you can get this book off of Amazon. Great. Um, you can also get it if you're in Bismarck area at Mayo Pharmacy. They're also very ask if kind had, about yeah. that. And that Parable, too. Parable is also carrying it as well. Um, I haven't been able to market it much because uh, because we did keep the price so low um, on it. And what I found out is that, you know, to get it on many more other venues, you, the price of the book would have to go up because they, they're looking for more of a a cut of that. Um, but So near, near and far listeners and Karen, that's mm -hmm. good to know that mm -hmm. um, near would be Parable and um, Mayo yeah. Pharmacy and on the campus of the University of Mary, their bookstore. Far, or if you just don't want to drive out of your home, Amazon, uh, and you will find rest. Uh, what God does in prayer. The book that we're speaking of this morning with Father Sattler is available. Father, now this will be fun in terms of a, of the dialogue. Do you think? Let's get down to the book. In terms of, you mentioned the two saints that are your kind of pillars in the Saint Teresa of Avila and the, uh, Saint John of the Cross, two Carmelite saints. Uh, should people be reading these alongside your book? Is, this, is your book a good primer? They should read it before they read them. Uh, tell us, you know, you, you, you write on prayer for all ages, all vocations, all walks of life. Very good question, yeah. So most people, you know, they'll find John of the Cross very difficult mm -hmm. to understand. Um, he's very stark, he's very systematic, but he's also using what we would call scholastic language, um, which is we don't, we don't know what the higher part of the soul is, the lower part of the soul is, what the senses are, what the faculties <laughs> are. We don't know these things. And that's what I started realizing as I was uh, teaching this uh, classes, is that people didn't understand the terms that we were trying to build on. And then... Um, we also didn't understand, we use the word contemplation in a vast and varied way. Um, and St. John of the Cross has a very specific understanding of contemplation, um, as does St. Teresa of Avila. And so in the book, what I, in the notes of the retreat, finally I, I realized uh, we have to do a few things. First, we have to explain his terms um, that he's going to be using. Then we have to define contemplation the way that he defines it. And then, as I said, he's so stark and systematic that we, we need to fold something else in to help uh, soften it a bit. And that's where the writings of St. Teresa of Avila came in. And 
uh, specifically the work of her interior castle and specifically the work of his dark night. And as I prayed about it and pondered it, um, what we do in this book is the first part is we spell out those scholastic terms and then we uh, define contemplation. And then the second part of the book is walking step by step through her work of the interior castle and his work of the dark night in a way that would follow the path that most souls would experience God in prayer. So you, you actually could read this without reading their writings, okay, and good. then afterwards it would be able to go to their writings and see that, oh yes, I can understand them, and you could almost use these side by side afterwards. But the first time going through it, it's be easier just to go through this step by step because the second part is a chapter by chapter breakdown uh, first, the interior castle. We go first, there are first four dwellings or mansions. And then I go through the first night of the dark night. And then I go into the fifth dwelling. And that's where we stop there. And, and there is a second book to write that I just haven't had um, the space or the time that's to the do. That's the next show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's where we would go through the sixth and seventh dwelling and uh, the second night, which is the dark night of the soul that most people hear about but don't understand very well or apply it very well. So I'm looking forward. I'm hoping to have that opportunity to actually someday. I have the notes of that retreat um, that I've only given at one time <laughs> because most people just have this retreat given to them. But I'm hoping now that I'm in this setting uh, to, to get that into writing because when I did give that retreat, uh, the people, they were uh, uh, contemplatives for the missionaries of charity who arranged to have the same sisters there who were in the first retreat first because you really need the first part to get the second part. Mm -hmm. um, and now the Carmelites in Alexandria too, they're asking for that second part as well because I've given them the first part. But they just said the lights really went on for them when uh, the second part was added to it. The first part, as I'm seeing, you know, with this University of Mary group, they're, they're just really um, opening their hearts up to what God is trying to tell them about mm -hmm. prayer. But the second part, too, will only deepen that. So I'm hoping to have that opportunity. As, as you well know, being pastor of St. Anne's, you're not going to sit down and write much <laughs> in your heart's time. So hopefully that can not a happen now. <laughs> Maybe an email. Yeah. Well, that's awesome because we would like to have Father Sattler um, mm -hmm. potentially on additional uh. live shows coming up here, delving more into his book, going chapter by chapter. Um, I think the listeners would just be inspired by what you have in the book. Um, I'm I'm excited to read it as well. Um, so, you know, thank you today for being with us, Father Sattler. We appreciate you taking the time. Father Holcalter, do you have any other questions for well, final thoughts? Not a, yeah, I hope that potential turns into reality. Yes. The, what is service to the church? Because I think so many, and you, you have found this in your 26 years, but even in my short 11 years, mm -hmm. the amount of people that will pick up a St. Teresa of Avila or a St. John of the Cross, because they have a certain popularity to them, yeah. uh, and then put them down after a chapter or two yeah. because there's a certain like unreadableness to it. Uh, but of course, they're saints, right? They're friends of mm -hmm. God, and so this is a really good, like it's like a scaffold, mm -hmm. it seems like. Absolutely. So, Father, uh, thank you for your time this morning. Uh, welcome back after 18 days away. <laughs> uh, fa Father preceded me as pastor here, and so uh, please pray for Real Presence Radio. Yeah. And uh, we do hope that potential turns into an actual by having him on more often. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to turn it over to Aaron in the Fargo studio. He's going to give us a... Um, 
just a preview of the next show on Thursday. On the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross, coming to you live from the Grand Forks studio. Their guests will include Steve Shones, promoting the upcoming Putt for a Purpose golf tournament in Fargo on August 7th. They will also speak with Deacon Tony Turnus from Catholic Charities in North Dakota. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. So, yeah, you know, one thing that... Thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. We appreciate... Um, you staying with us today. We had some great guests, Father Holcalter, and a lot of them. I think all too four short. of them, right, yeah, to come back. Short. Don't you think? Yes, definitely. I, th I, you know, and I like shows when, um, you know, we started with a, a kind of a unique kind of one event. You know, the 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 event at Terra Sancta in Rapid City, and then to medical, right, medical field, the medical apostle, mm -hmm. the University of Mary, yeah, and Viking for babies. There, it was such a uh, well-rounded yes yeah a lot of different topics yeah. you know a lot of different um i think ways of connecting university of mary's kind of been uh, the connection here today i think which is great with us being here in bismarck university of mary has been a great supporter of real presence radio so we appreciate that and just want to give a shout out quick for our, our banquets coming up um we have our Please. fundraising yes. banquets coming up around the area here starting on november 7th with dr ralph martin in rochester minnesota on November 9th, we have Bear Wozniak in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And then on November 14th, we are traveling to Dickinson, North Dakota with Michael Gormley. He's also known as Gomer to many of those listeners out there in the western part of the state. November 28th, Deacon Harold Burke Sievers in Rapid City, South Dakota. And then right here in Bismarck, North Dakota, we will have Cy Kellett on December 5th. And he is with Catholic Answers. I'm excited about having him Join us here in Bismarck, and so you can go online and, and register right now if you want to at realpresenceradio.com or give us a call at 877-795-0122 if you're interested in supporting them as well. Let's recap quick. So okay. um, Rapid City, Terra Sancta, they're hosting the, the charismatic event. Yep. Festival of Praise. Um, Festival of mm -hmm. Praise. Bikingforbabies.com. More information on those missionaries, these, these bike roads. And, of course, the University of Mary.edu. Yep. Dr. Mary Doctor and her great work at the St. Jenna yes. School. And if uh, Father Sattler's uh, role on the radio does increase, uh, get that book in your hands, people. Amazon yep. has it. And if you're in Bismarck or in the area, certainly both Mayo Pharmacy right here in the city of Bismarck or uh, the campus bookstore, the University of Mary, or just Amazon's a few clicks away. Yep. Karen, good to be with you. Yes, you too, Father Holcalter. Appreciate we'll, it. We'll yeah. be back, I think, in a couple of weeks. We will. Either up here, or if there's no sighing in the church, <laughs> we'll be downstairs again. I like both. I think yeah. both are great little yeah. areas. Sounds great. Uh, we are your hosts, Father Craig Holcalter, pastor of the Church of St. Anna with Karen Selensky. Uh, please pray for the real, the mission of Real Presence Radio. We love to be on air with you wherever you are, in your kitchens, in your offices, or in your cars, wherever this radio station finds you. God bless you, and may the Lord work in your heart. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.